Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Brown hair. Zaylee was last seen on May 1st, 2011. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaylee's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Zaylee Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. Today's kids can face some very tough issues in their lives every day. Now we have a place to come to for some much-needed help. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, here is your host. Thank you. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, The Ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emma McCauley, and our topics today are drunk driving, texting while driving, and team phenomenons. And I'm lucky here today in the studio to have one of my best friends, Kara Eglinton. Hello. Joining me as a co-host and sharing her views and her opinions on what the topics that we have today. Well, thank you, Emma McCauley. I am very happy to be here, and I would like to give my opinion on anything that you can ask me. So what is your opinion about drunk driving? Drunk driving. Everybody knows it's wrong. I think that it's just completely messed up, and I see it every single day, and it just saddens me because it's just asking to get killed, in my honest opinion. Did you know the average drunk driver drives 87 times while drunk before they're ever pulled over? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was just like, when I read it, I was just shocked that you can drive while drunk 87 times without being pulled over that's just, that's just crazy that's ridiculous it, it's just like it, now it kind of makes me worried because me and you both drive and it's just like you don't want to go into like a stoplight and be like are you drunk or yeah because I mean every single time I'm drive I'm very cautious I mean I try not to get too relaxed I mean I'm not like an uptight driver but then I'm still cautious too because there's been a lot of instances where um, I've been at stoplights and people just run the red and I yeah. could have easily gotten killed if I would have gone and it's a very scary thought and it's just it's horrible that's even happening yeah, and what was really scary that I have a personal experience where my, me and my dad were in the car, and I was in the passenger seat, and he was in the driver's seat. And we were coming up to a red light, and the car in front of a no, it was a green light, and a car in front of us went ahead, and there was a car just out of nowhere comes blazing in, hits the car in front of us, and my dad just stops blankly, and he's like, if that car wasn't there, that would have been us. I mean, like, that one instant, like, one blink of an eye, a mon- like, not a monster, but, like, a piece of metal is, like, running, r- gonna end your life. Yeah, exactly. When you've had an instance like that, it really does open your eyes to that kind of thing. And I personally have never had an experience with that, and knock on wood, that I never do. But, um, yeah, I'm still very aware and cautious of it, and it's just, it's really scary just to even think that that's even happening. Yeah, and at our school uh, uh, two years ago, uh, one of our students was actually killed by a drunk driver coming home from Corona, and he was just turning off in a drunk driver going 80, 90 miles per hour. Exactly. Just hit him straight on, and what was really sad was that when um, 
they rushed him to the hospital and he was on life support. And it was really sad because on Mother's Day, the mom had to decide to take him off life support. Yeah, and that's just horrible. Like, nobody should have to go through that. I mean, drunk drivers, I don't think, realize that kind of stuff. I mean, I bet that guy felt completely horrible afterward. I mean, if I if that were me, which I, I would never be that stupid to drink and drive in the first place, but, I mean, if that were me, I would just feel utterly horrible. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself because I made such a stupid decision. And, you know, he was a senior about to graduate, and he didn't yeah. even... he Three weeks even... on to graduation, <laughs> he just went to prom, and it was just, like... He had so much to live for, and exactly in one instant, it can be taken away. It's just, yeah, that is just, it's very tragic. And so many people lost such a great guy. And, you know, that happens every single day where somebody loses somebody, and it's just, it's horrible. Yeah, and another fact that I've read, which is really shocking 181 kids, 14 years and younger, die in an alcohol related accident. Over half of them are in the car with the d- drunk driver. Exactly. And, you know, um, the thing is that, well, I watch a lot of TV and I've seen a lot on TV shows where, you know, there's been drunk drivers and where they're in the hospital and where it's very critical that they're even going to live. And it's really depressing just to think that, you know, it's on TV and it's in real life. And it's just when is it going to stop? Like, when will this, you know, stop occurring? Because people need to realize that this can't be happening anymore. It just it's not the right thing to do. And what I like what I understand is that little kids 14 years or younger yeah they know what drinking is they know what alcohol is and it's supposed to be bad but how do they know that the person next to them might be drunk or exactly or under the influence and they don't know if their life's in danger they just think oh we're just going somewhere to just go to a friend's house or whatever and then end up with their lives taken from them yeah, and it's just it's sad because since you said that they're so young that they just don't even realize it, and it's just it's very tragic. So don't drink and drive, and don't ever be under the influence of somebody driving. If somebody's going to drink and drive, do yes, not be give responsible, them, be don't, safe. Don't give them the keys. So you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm Emma McCauley, and our topic today is drunk driving. And... And texting while driving. So it was really it was really hard for me to understand that people text while driving too. Exactly. It's like why do you have to text while you drive? It can wait till you're after or before you drive. I mean, what's so important that you have to answer it when you're driving? I mean or if it's that important, pull over. It's just as easy as that. Yeah, like whenever I'm in the car and if somebody's important texting me and I'm like 15 feet away from my house no matter what if it's that important I actually pull over put it my car in park and read my text messages and see if it's that important and if it's not why pull over and just wait until you're home exactly I mean you know it's it's better to pull over than to just text while you're driving because I have seen people text and drive on the freeway I mean that is just ridiculous oh. it's just it, it scared me because I was on my way home from home uh, summer school this year and this guy had this big huge truck of like a like a big it's like a monster truck and he had his like iPhone like texting right in front of him and he started to swerve into my lane and I was freaking out so I me and my my friend was in the passenger seat, and I had to pull the brake because he was swerving into our lane, and I honked the horn as, like, loud as I can, but he just couldn't hear me. And it's it's scary to think that once you have a cell phone in your hand, 
you're a killer because yeah. you're texting while you're in a, an, a vehicle that's like made of metal and that can be a mass destruction that people don't under teenagers don't understand that cars are not just something that you can get around in that they're actually either death traps or something like that exactly and you can get hurt Yes, because, um, you know, we've, I, in school, I've gone through driver's ed, and I've learned all about that, and I've realized that, you know, a car is an actual weapon. Like, you know, you get into a car every single day, and people don't realize it, that it's, it could be a weapon, and, and it's just really scary, and it's just, people need to start realizing that more. I don't think people actually get that concept, and, you know, just texting and driving, it just, that, that and drunk driving, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's just like a bad mix. Yeah. I mean, like, my friend actually, he actually got pulled over by a cop. And the cop asked him, hey, where's your phone? Because he thought he was texting. And luckily, my friend had his phone in the glove department. And he's like, okay, I'll get my, I'll get my phone. And he opened the glove department, handed the officer his phone. And his, his, the officer said, well, when I was following you for, like, 15 feet, it, you kept on trying to swerve out of your lane. And, you know, you're not supposed to argue with an officer. So he's just like, yeah, I understand, but I wasn't texting. I was I was paying attention to the road. I wasn't causing anybody harm. I wasn't trying to cause anybody harm. And luckily, like, he was smart to put it in the glove box and put it on silent and put it in the glove box and be like, okay, that's going to be out of my line of sight. And I think everybody should do that. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I started doing that sometimes, that I put it in the glove department and just shut it and just drive. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like, I haven't really have done that yet. I usually just put it next to me or in my cup holder or something, but I actually should start doing that because that's a very smart idea because then I won't have my phone there to be a distraction or anything, and I can just have it in the glove box and, you know, when I just... It's just it's not it's not important to have it in the you know the cup holders like it's it's a good idea to put that in the glove box. Yeah, and actually you can go to remember Alex Brown, which .org is an organization where a girl named Alex Brown she was actually texting while driving and she got thrown from her vehicle and was killed. Yeah, and so you can go online and t- take that pledge. And you can get a free uh, little ring, a rubber ring, just to put on your your thumb. And just when you look down, don't text and drive is right on the thumb ring. So when you look down or just write it on your arms, write it on your fingers, write it anywhere or put your phone away. Put a, or I suggest put it in the trunk. I mean, what's that important that you can't get it, you can't pull over and get it? Exactly. So let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the good, the bad, the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emma McCauley, and our topic today is Team Phenomenons. And now we have our new co-host, Kara Eglinton, joining Hello, everybody. the show. <laughs> yeah, she's one of my best friends, so we can bounce ideas off each other. So Yes, and I'm very glad to be here, and I'm glad to state my opinion. Alrighty. Well, we're going to talk about teen phenomenons. I mean, when I asked, I did interviews and I said, what was popular when you were a teenager or when you're a teenager right now? And I asked my parents and I asked my, my family and I asked all that. And the first person to answer me was my, my radio teacher, Steve Gross. And he, he said, what was really big when I was a teenager was Michael Jackson, the Pac-Man, like, you know, the big arcade game, not like the yeah. one where you can get on your iPod or iPad or whatever. Yeah, the actual arcade games. Yes, where you have to go to the arcade and put a quarter in and waste your money doing that. And the famous hairstyle that we all know, the business in the front, party in the back, the mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a definite thing of the 80s, 70s, that kind oh, of thing. Yeah, and then when I asked my, my Uncle Joe... He told me disco was all the rage. But, <laughs> yes, definitely. But he wasn't one of those disco guys. And when I asked my aunt, Anne, she said, uh, the Three's Company and rock and roll, like Kiss and Queen were like the biggest bands. Oh, Kiss, definitely. My dad is in love with Kiss, and he <laughs> could probably be here today having this whole show be about Kiss. I mean, he's <laughs> in love with them, so I would know that. Yeah, and then when my, I asked my dad, he looked at me and he's like, Star Wars. Star Wars was all the rage. He would tell me the story on how he waited like in this big, huge line because he only had three theaters at one time. And you would line all the way like, t- I, to ends on Earth to get a good seat for Star Wars. Yeah. And that reminds me of one movie that we all know today. Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. You see all the big phenomenons. Now it's vampires and werewolves and, 
I want to sink my teeth into you. Oh, yeah. That, you know, and I actually am honestly not a big fan of Twilight because I just really haven't gotten to that thing. But there's so much hype about it. And there, and that's just what our society is mostly about today. Well, well teenagers, I should say, because yeah. I don't think adults really care for it too much unless if there are adults. But, yeah, Twilight has definitely become a huge thing. And, I mean, there's the books, there's the movies, there's probably games out. I yeah, mean, there's, like, there's board games on what Twilight character are you and... Now it's like you're either Team Jacob or Team Edward. Exactly. Like everybody knows who Twilight is. Even people who don't like Twilight would know what it is because that's what our society has mostly become with teenagers for a phenomenon. And some of my friends have like Twilight and they ask me what team I'm on. And this is what I give them. I say, okay, like I've read the books and everything. And I say, well, Edward sparkles in the sunlight. Jacob can just like, rip his clothes off whenever he wants to so it's like if he doesn't want to wear a shirt bam no shirt you know exactly like edward's nice and all but i don't want him sparkling like a barbie doll (laughs) nobody would like that (laughs) like in the words of stephanie meyer that she wrote edward cullen beautifully i mean every girl who's addicted to twilight wants a guy like edward they want like his same clothing his same hairstyle heck they even want like to bedazzle their boyfriends to make them sparkle exactly and you know (laughs) the thing is is that that's what authors i think are supposed to do they're supposed to be kind of persuading teenagers to be kind of putting their mind in a different perspective where they would be like oh i would kind of want somebody like that in my life and they you know even though she kind of tweaked it a little bit i don't think a guy would actually sparkle you know it got people's attentions and that's what started this phenomenon and i i you know i acknowledge stephanie myers for that and that's a good trait to have as an author to really persuade the teenagers to really like this story and like the characters and all of that yeah and another big movie is harry potter harry potter yes if you read all seven books i mean once you read the first one you're addicted to like until the end i mean i know some people who don't want harry potter to end like they were physically crying when they read the end of the seventh book and they were crying that there would be no more harry potter books exactly and I like Harry Potter myself. I mean, I haven't read all the books. I haven't really seen all the movies. But, I mean, it's just a great storyline. It's just it's a very interesting perspective. I mean, and I think that that's also become a huge phenomenon. That and Twilight, it's just, it's it's amazing how much it's become, like, such a big part of our society with teenagers. I mean, you wouldn't think that this would be something like back then where it would be, like, the 80s. I mean, because they yeah. wouldn't have things like this because, like, we just recently discussed, it was mostly, like, the music and rock and roll and that kind of thing and the hairstyles. But now it's just it's interesting that this has become a huge part of our society. Yeah, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Uh, the show name is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And I'm Emma McCauley, and this is... Kara Eglinton. And today's topic is Teen Phenomenon. <laughs> and we just ta- were talking about Harry Potter and Twilight. And I I honestly think that... I think I'm a more bigger Twilight fan than a Harry Potter fan because I've read all the Twilight books, but I haven't read all the Harry Potter books, which I want to do. I want to... I want to read them and get hooked on them because the movies were such a big, like, attachment because to all the teenagers around the world because they say, hey, a teenager's fighting, like, this big, huge monster and and people are getting, like, attacked 
vampires and werewolves, like, teens dream of turning into a vampire, wizard, or werewolf, for that matter. Exactly. I know at one point I wanted to turn into a werewolf, but when I realized I can't grow hair and my nails can't grow and fangs and things on a full moon, like, you know, I can't, can't do that. So I just came, came to my conclusion that I can't do that. Yeah, and I think that's a good conclusion. I think you should remain a human, which I wouldn't think that you would want to be a werewolf. But if I honestly had to choose between Harry Potter and Twilight, I would choose Harry Potter just because I think it has just a better storyline with Harry mm-hmm. Potter than, you know, the vampires and werewolves and all that. I'm just really not into that because it's just such – it's become such a big hype where it's like it just really hasn't gotten me that interested. I'm actually a person who hasn't really gotten hooked on that, even though I know quite a lot about it just yeah. because it's become such a a huge part for society but yeah i think i just would prefer harry potter over twilight yeah because like after twilight hit theaters like there's spin-offs of vampire tv shows like vampire diaries and and teen wolf on mtv and it's like wow we're getting all these information about different things because there's different legends on what a vampire can do like oh he he can't go in the sunlight or he'll die or he can sparkle or they can wear a ring and just go out into the sunlight and werewolves basically have the same thing that they can go out in the moon like out in the when the moon's set but in twilight he can just turn into a werewolf whenever he wants so yeah it's kind of confusing on which facts are true and which facts are false. Exactly, and that makes me wonder if this was actually a myth that had started just a long time ago in the pre-eras or not. I mean, it's kind of interesting to know if this is just kind of something that was just made up by somebody or if this was actually something that people believed that happened a really long time ago. Like, what do you think, Emma? Do you think that it was a myth or was this something that someone just came up with one day? I think, in my opinion, I think it was real at some point, but then it turned into a myth. And because it's like the dinosaurs, like they were here once and now they're gone. So it's kind of like saying, oh, werewolves and vampires and witches were there at one point and then they're gone. But now they're coming back with vengeance and just going, hey, we're back. We don't know what stories are true, but we're just going to go with it. Exactly. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that's a good opinion. And, you know, my opinion is that it could have been real at one point, too, and that, you know, then it's just that kind of became a myth. So I kind of agree with your opinion on that. So it's kind of like it's, it's a different side effect. Like if we had a time machine right now and go back to, to the the prehistorical yeah, era? Yeah, the prehistorical era. I bet you can see people throwing around with sticks going, doing a wizard thing like abracadabra or d- open sesame. But I don't see that happening. No, I don't see right that happening now. either. Well, you can see it just go on the, just walk outside and people will just point at you with a stick and go, ha ha, and turn you into a frog. I'm like, yeah. And then you just look down and like, that didn't work. Nope. Your magic nice try. <laughs> your magic doesn't work on me. So let's take a break. I'm at Mama Collie. And I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello, welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kara Eglinton, and this is the good, the bad, and the ugly with Emma McCauley. And our topic today is teen phenomenons. So, last time we were talking about Twilight and Harry Potter. Now, I think it what really got it big was... Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, social and, networking. Yeah, social networking like MySpace and Twitter. Because everybody who was anybody like a few years ago had a MySpace. And then it all migrated to Facebook. And now it's Twitter where you can update your what you're doing. Every, every two minutes. Yeah, every <laughs> two minutes. Like I like reading on Twitter because I have, I have a Twitter and I follow – different people like Ellen Ellen DeGeneres I follow her like it was a religion because she has like contests and all this other stuff that's like really cool and information like hey I'll this is a great opportunity I mean I can get famous off of this exactly and I think Twitter MySpace Facebook it is going to become a century of just you know, it's going to be coming bigger and bigger, and I think it will just be continuing to grow for centuries from like, now. Like, Facebook is like the Lady Gaga when it, she came out of her egg, you know. Facebook is coming out of its 
shell and exactly it was like nothing before like it facebook started off as a site for college kids just for college kids and then it expanded and expanded and it, it just spiraled into this big huge thing like everybody who's anybody has a facebook exactly like i've seen little kids have it now like maybe kids 12 and under have a facebook now i mean because they get so into it because they see older kids into it and they're like wow i need to have a facebook i want to have a facebook and you know it's kind of interesting that little kids are having that kind of you know opportunities to have a facebook now because i wonder if they actually understand the actual concept of facebook and if they're not just on it just to follow a trend but Definitely Facebook and MySpace and all those are a trend, and they're going to be continuing to grow, in my opinion. Yeah, and the thing, what a negative thing is about Facebook is that it's linked to cyberbullying and all this other stuff that can really harm people and really hurt people in a way that it's just they can't take it anymore. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, that is definitely a negative side. And, you know, that's happened for a long time, and I sadly I think that will still happen. But hopefully with just media like this, with a radio talk show, with Facebook, that can stop. Like, we can influence people to stop doing that because it's completely wrong. Bullying, no matter what it is, cyberbullying or actual face-to-face in schools, I mean, just it's wrong. And But Facebook needs to be or should be viewed as a good thing, as yeah. a, just a social networking site, just to talk to people and that you want to talk to. Exactly. I mean, I can personally say that. I found people on Facebook that I've had in my childhood and yeah. where I'm like, I haven't seen that person in a long time, and I got to reconnect with people, and it's an amazing feeling to just talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. And, you know, so it should really be viewed like that. But, unfortunately, like what you brought up, that it could be leading to bad things, which hopefully it and will continue to stop. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, is that, like, I have people friend request me that I know, like, I say, like, oh, hey, hello. Like, I don't, I see in school, but I don't talk to them because they're in a different uh, social circle or something. But they add me on Facebook, and, like, just, they say hey every once in a while. And it's just nice to know that I have, they're not ignoring me, like, at school. Like, they're afraid to talk to me because I'm not in that social circle, but they can go connect me through Facebook and just have a normal conversation and not, and just being our normal selves. Exactly, and I have that same thing too where there's a lot of people on my Facebook where, you know, I don't really talk to daily. It's not like my best friend or anything, but it's really nice to hear from them once in a while. And I know I like, I like to try to take the initiative to try to talk to somebody too because I love meeting new people. I love being social, and that's what Facebook is about. It's, it's about being social. It's about being able to talk to people and just to really grow as a community and to get more friends and to get more people in your life. Well, if you like to email us the good, the bad, the ugly, send it to the Voice America Kids at yahoo.com. And may, make sure you mention the, na- the show name and our names, Emma McCauley and Kara Eglinton. And tell us something that influenced you on how it's a positive thing on Facebook or a negative thing. Exactly. Tell us your opinions. I mean, I personally would love to hear opinions because like what we're doing today where me and Emma have different opinions on things we have you know the same ones and you know we would just love to hear your guys's opinions so you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network this is the good the bad the ugly and I'm Emma McCauley and I'm Kara Eglinton and our topic today is team phenomenons and we're talking about Facebook and social networking and all this things online like you can literally 
every morning when I wake up, I go on Perez Hilton. If you know who that is, is is the queen of gossip. Yes. And the queen of celebrity gossip. And I hear all my glee news that I need to know and celebrity news and all this other stuff that I wouldn't hear just by passing a person in the street. Exactly. And just to think that when you were little, like when we were little, we never really focused on things like that. I mean, we had our Barbies, Polly Pockets and Legos. (laughs) And, you know, we didn't really have computers. We really didn't have social networking sites. I mean, I'm sure adults really didn't have that either. I mean, there wasn't there was pretty limited things. But now it's just it's just unbelievable how much it's grown and how much that's just becoming what it is today, you know? Yeah, like when I watch our show, The Saved by the Bell, we see all the, it's a flashback because you see, you don't see those brick cell phones that like look like bricks and pagers and like outfits like that. You don't (laughs) see that because our taste today is way different from people back in the day. Like in the 80s, shoulder pads were all the rage. And big hair and just, there were so many different things. And it's really cool to look at, say, by the bell and shows like that and see how different it is from our society today. Yeah, and it's like, for it makes me think, like, one episode where Zach Morris is holding a cell phone, it's like, why can't he just text somebody? I mean, like, tweet or <laughs> Facebook somebody. <laughs> poke them on Facebook, you know? But you can't do that because back in the day... You couldn't. Yeah, even if you didn't have a brick cell phone, they had pay phones at the school. I mean, you would just call somebody from yeah. school. And now you just, you know, you take your cell phone out in the middle of class even or, you know, during passing periods, which I know I'm not promoting to text yeah, and do not call in, text in during class. school. But, I mean, you know, my point is that that's what people do yeah. is that either between classes or whatever, you that's just so easy to do now. And it's just to think back where, you know, you would have the brick cell phones and pay phones. It's unbelievable that we can actually have some cell phones to do that with now yeah but like a thing that's an also negative things for cell phones is that if you're in a relationship with somebody and you want to break it off you don't either want to do it face to face you can just say hey I want to break up over the computer or over your cell phone and be like hey I don't want to date you anymore and it's just like different heartbreaks from different technologies can hurt teenagers because we're such in we're still being molded into where we don't know exactly what we're doing, but we're doing it as we see how the world goes. Exactly. And, you know, that is a definite negative side because people really need to understand that you can't do something like you. I don't think it's right to do something like that to somebody over the Internet because it's just it shows that you just don't have the courage and you really just don't have enough initiative to do it in person because in person it's so much better. I mean, I know it can be kind of embarrassing in a way it can be kind of nerve-wracking but awkward awkward but but, (laughs) I mean honestly that's the best way to go I mean that's you know what our technology has grown to where that's the sole communication and where you can't even talk people face to face anymore and you know I don't know I hope that you know later in the future it won't turn out like that that people can be smart enough and have their common sense where you know what I need to be a legit person and just say straight face to face and not over the internet Yeah, and it's just like having that moment and saying, hey, like back in the day, they didn't have cell phones or whatever. They had to do it face to face no matter what they mean. I mean, like they even if it was awkward or not, not, they had to do it over Facebook or no, not over Facebook, but face to face. Yeah. 
wow, I just messed up that a little bit with the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it so much yeah. that made you think of that. Yeah, I guess the team phenomenon is still running through my brain and that Facebook is a common occurrence that I need to check it every five minutes. Exactly. But I think every once in a while, just turn off your cell phones, turn off all electronics, and go out and be a kid. And don't don't be like a homebody and just text the person right next to you. Have a nice conversation right next to the person. I, I agree. Mean, I can be texting you right now. Just sitting across from each other, having a conversation over the phone, but not talking. Exactly. And that's what I miss. So let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. And I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? 
How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the good, the bad, the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emma McCauley. And I'm Kara Eglinton. And our topic today is Team Phenomenons. So just another couple of topics to bring up that our producer has now brought to us. Um, we wanted to talk about some couple of different ones. We wanted to see if you guys would recognize or remember. The adults or the adults listening to the show or the teens. Well, some of the teens might not recognize half the stuff, but I know they'll know a lot of stuff. In that so list. Yes. So um, one of them is Dark Shadows, which is actually a soap opera, which I which know... Which is a vampire. <laughs> exactly. And that, and that kind of leads into what we talked about previously was Twilight. So that was kind of an interesting thing to learn about because I personally didn't know about Dark Shadows. But yeah, that was actually a soap opera about vampires. And another thing was like Beatles. That oh, was a huge Beatles. Hit. Oh, I can... And now... I haven't been a fan until, like, recently last year, which I got into John Lennon and all the Beatles, Paul McCartney, and everything just, like, mixed together. It's like, wow, it just opened my eyes. The Beatles are, like, this big phenomenon, and it still is a big, huge phenomenon. But, and now the Beatles are on iTunes now. Really? Which I can, you can look like access all their albums on iTunes so it's like sweet I know that's so cool because my mom she has all of their albums she has records of them she has tapes she has a lot of things for the Beatles but that is just awesome to hear that it's on iTunes and I think it's just that's another thing that's just going to continue to grow and also another one that's a big hit was Pink Floyd Pink Floyd was a big thing oh yeah because yeah our science teacher Mr. Ocutsi Every fr- every in the beginning of the month, every Friday we would go to the they would go to the planetarium at Mesa Community College. And, yeah, and watch the stars to Pink Floyd, like to music to Pink Floyd, to like Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, it's just like that is so cool that they can bring music back into stars and lasers and. All this other cool stuff that exactly, we, that, we see. Exactly, you because know, people may not always be interested in science. Like, there may be people who aren't interested, and there are people who are. But, yeah, that's something cool that can kind of spice it up for people who don't like science, Can that who actually like Pink Floyd can be like, wow, you know, it's kind of cool to bring that into something that I'm not interested in. Maybe can kind of get them into that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. And um, another one is Jimi Hendrix. Oh, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> He's like a guitar legend. <laughs> yeah, because I remember Mr. Price, our English teacher, was like, he had like his, this big, huge poster of him. And he would talk, like, if we, I, I asked him on the first day on who that was, because I had no idea who it was. And he's like, he just looked at me and he's like, Your you parents have me? not taught you anything about Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow. So it's like genre of music just going into from the past coming into the history because I know like 
all these guitarists that are good, but I never heard any good than Jimi Hendrix. Exactly. And, you know, just to kind of um, move this into, like, some TV shows that were huge, um, Man From Uncle. Man From Uncle. That was actually a huge TV show, which, you know, I've actually never heard about that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. No, I have, like, I've had heard, like, the, uh, I have not heard that. Well, that was interesting, but yeah. And another one was Batman. I mean, everybody oh, knows Batman. Oh, everybody <laughs> knows Batman. I mean, they're still remaking the movies. I mean, they're in produ- they're in filming into Batman right now. Exactly. And I know, um, like, one of the older versions of the Batman with Michael Keaton, I think that's how you say, yeah. like, the actor Michael Keaton. Yeah, that was a huge one, because I know I've watched that with my mom plenty of times, because she loves him, and... Yeah, Batman, yeah. huge thing. And I, I, when I saw Batman for the first time, I saw George Clooney as playing Batman. <laughs> George and Clooney. Batman and Robin. I was just like, wow, George Clooney, like back in the day, he is pre- he's pretty gorgeous. I know. And still I, today, he's pretty gorgeous. Yeah, I can understand the hype about him. Um, yeah, but another one was Superman, of course. Superman was a huge thing. Oh, Superman. I just like, who a man can just like be like just put on glasses and be like I'm Clark Kent and then when he rips off his clothes and takes off his glasses he's Superman I'm like like for me it's kind of like how do you not know it's Superman I would be like freaking out like oh my gosh that is Superman so you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network this is the good the bad the ugly and I'm Emma McCauley I'm Kara Eglinton and our topics today are team phenomenons back in the day Yes. And we are talking about Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yes. Tom Cruise. <laughs> they, oh, and the la- I think the last Mission Impossible is coming out soon in theaters. Really? That's yeah. interesting, actually. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, because last night I was at the midnight premiere of Transformers, the, the third one, and they sh- they, the second preview after Harry Potter was Mission Impossible. And I got so excited because I, like, when it flashed to Tom Cruise, I was like, oh, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Because you know Tom Cruise. Yes. Everybody knows Tom Cruise. He was in Tropic Thunder playing the boss. He was hilarious in that. He's yeah, just he's like, been in plenty of things that have been just great. I'm I'm just, like, surprised that he's not going to, like, there's not a movie that he's not in. I bet in every movie, like, his head is just going to come popping up, like, just as an extra, just him walking by or something like that. Like, he doesn't have to play a big movie role, but you can see him just walking. Same with Brad Pitt. I Brad mean, Pitt. you name all these celebrities like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. Like, they're the first ones that you would think of, too. Yeah, like, what, what celebrity do you have a crush on? Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. That's what, like, I asked uh, my, my, like, teachers and stuff and adults that they're like, First thing is Tom Cruise. But when I asked a teenager, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, Daniel Daniel Radcliffe, you know? And it's like, wow, we have celebrities that are just coming through the ages. Exactly. And you you don't forget them. Like, I know I am just a really huge fan of old movies because I'm a really big fan of 80s movies and 
like Back to the Future because they didn't have so much special effects that they have today. Like exactly. now you can you can see it in 3D. Next thing you know, they're gonna put it in 5D where they just come out and touch you and just like spit in your face. You know, like yeah, yeah. And Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Those oh, are like my favorite movies ba- of all time. Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. Those are those were huge, and you know. I am going to make sure that whenever I have kids in the future that I'm going to make sure that they know all of the stuff. Like, that's way... It'll be, like, yeah. prehistoric era for them. I mean, because it would be such a long time ago because it's even a long time ago for us. But I'm going to make sure that they know that. I'm going to make sure that they know what was good and what wasn't. And yeah, I'm definitely going to share them my favorite TV show, which is Boy Meets World. I mean, that was, like, when I was probably less than 10 like in eight or nine or it was the last season of boy meets world and i would watch it from beginning to end beginning to end i still do i watch it from the first season to the very last episode exactly and that was a huge thing of the 90s because i remember watching that as a kid too and that was a really good show yeah and like hey arnold do you remember that? Hey, Arnold. Yes, with the football head, because that was what he was known for, was that yeah. he had an oddly shaped head. And now it's like, when you say football head, you think of Stewie from Family Guy. But, yeah. like, I was talking to my uh, teacher's assistant, Jeff Agnew, and when I brought up a football-shaped cartoon named Hey, Arnold, he's like, that's Stewie from Family Guy. And I'm just like, no, it's not. And we just... Brought up, I brought up old TV shows like Rugrats. Rugrats, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rugrats was like a big, huge hit, and now it's just like it's slowly just, fading away, and it's, it's just, just God, that's just sad. I mean, because those were some really good cartoons. I mean, there's some pretty decent cartoons nowadays, but I mean. Things like Rugrats and, you know, uh, Hey Arnold. And, I mean, those were cat really... Dog, cat Dog. yes. And Courage the Cowardly Dog. And... Ren and <gasps> Doug. Doug, yes. I loved Doug. It was... Me too. Oh, my gosh. It was... It, my mom could tell you some funny stories just, about me when I was watching that. <laughs> I just can g- just go back, like, as a little kid and now as a teenager, you don't think of that stuff now because you're like oh there's new transformers or twilight or lady gaga or Katy perry or all these other big hits now yeah but they're slowly fading away the stuff that you loved as a kid yeah it's really sad to say that too and if share us what what you had when you were a little kid i mean what was your favorite thing email us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com and make sure you mention the show name which is the good the bad the ugly and mention our names which is emma mccauley and And kara eglinton and just share us your stories on what you miss as a little kid or being what you think is a phenomenon yeah what you think is going to be here here to stay or here to go exactly we'd love to hear your opinions So thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to The Good, The Bad, The Ugly on the Voice America Kids Network. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on Voice America Kids. We'll talk again next week as we dig into more of the issues that really matter to today's kids, whether they are good, bad, or ugly.
The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. 